This is Downtown Podcast number 33. In this week's She Hustle segment, we were discussing Ruby Quar and Nadia Masri. And some topics that will be discussed is, of course, we see the news buzzing with T.I. and comments towards how he conducts things in his family. Um, also, Jason Mitchell has finally came um, in public and spoke on The Breakfast Club. And uh, we'll get into five things I've learned from one of my favorite movies of all time. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and thank you for tuning in with me, your girl Kay, um, and welcome to another week's episode of Downtown Podcast. This is episode 33, and um, it's almost 2020, guys, like, for real, like, it's November, and you know, if you're here in Toronto, Dollarama, as soon as October 31st, the morning November 1st, the whole store is Christmified. so... <laughs> If that's even a word. So, you know, I I don't know. I'm still like, you know, that time of year where it's just like, don't front. Everyone kind of considers, am I going to make this like a holiday type of year? Or am I just going to like grind and like get it in at work? So I'm still kind of indifferent in making that decision. But, you know, there's always those core people on my list that I definitely like have to get something for. But, you know, at the end of the day, I love food and everyone like, so sometimes, you know, I'll just cook for my friends and we'll eat together because that's my way of just like spreading my love with everyone. And we're able to catch up because everyone is just so busy doing what they're supposed to do and eating fruit, minding their business. (laughs) But how was your week? Like, was it crazy? Like, do you have something like crazy story of something that happened? Are you looking into, you know, are you going to go crazy? Like I have this one coworker at this one work at one of my jobs and she literally from August, like every year I've been working with this lady for nine, nine years. And Every year by August, she starts her Christmas shopping. She has her list. She does the same thing every year. So like, (laughs) so are you that person or like, are you just like, yo, you don't really do the holidays, big old kick it at one, two place. Like, what do you do? Hit me up. So, (laughs) so, um, I just want to remind everyone to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, downtown is growing more and more and we have a lot of things coming in a lot of new content. So definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram. It's the same handle at downtown world, D-W-N-T-W-N-W-R-L-D. All right. Now I'm excited to get into this week's She Hustle. So let's do it. Hey guys, so welcome to She Hustle segment where I take the time to highlight two ladies that have accomplished some outstanding things that, as I said before, that everyone should hear as a source of motivation and inspiration to everyone. Okay, so first off this week, we have Rupi Kaur. Um, and, you know, 
I would I stumbled upon her. I was reading a couple of articles on um, BOF business of fashion this week. Um, I like to read. I like their perspective on certain things. So I read an article there, and then it led me into like her Forbes um, thirty under thirty. She made the list, and I was like, wicked. You know, and then on top of that, she's Canadian. So that made it even more of something I felt I I should share with you guys because I am Canadian. And, you know, Rupi Kaur, she has, first of all, making it onto Forbes 30 under 30. That is a dope ass like accomplishment. So shout outs to you. Like that's some boss boss shit okay now she is Punjabi Canadian and you know you can definitely follow her on Instagram she has over like 3.7 million followers so you know she's not out here playing with y'all okay now Rupi Kaur you might ask what does she do why are we talking about this hoe okay (laughs) what is wrong with me okay so Rupi you know, I'm talking like I know her. She is mostly famous for her poetry and the book Milk and Honey, which she dropped, and I think in about 2014. Now, beautiful, beautiful work. The way she just displays with her words gives you that imagery. It's just an amazing experience. And she's only, I believe she's only 28, 27. So like, She's literally out here killing it. And she's come out with other books like The Sun and Her Flowers, One NRI Girl, um, How Deep Is Your Love. And it's a coloring book. And the thing is, is like, I don't feel like she's conformed herself to like fit any standards. She's just like, this is who I am in all of its dual. Yeah. In all of its like, I'm Punjabi on this side. I'm Canadian on this side, but I'm still able connect to connect with all these people, men, women, binary people, all over all over the world. So, thank you for um, sharing your gifts with us, Ruby. And I hope that one day I'll be able to sit down and speak with you because I feel like you're a mind that I would just love to dive into more and just learn more and accept more of what's going on. And um, you know. I also think of, even though we're only highlighting two ladies, but I also shout out my girl, Thera, and she has a book out. We used to work together um, at one of my previous jobs, but she has a story. um, It's called Thera's Diary, and I'm not going to lie. I cried, and I'm still waiting on part two from her, but definitely definitely support her, and I'll tag her in the description. her story is beautiful. She comes from third world country where her family has experienced war and she's had to flee and she's here now and her family one day will all reconcile and that will be when Thera's Diary Part 2 comes out. So definitely support her because I love um, that she's really out here advocating. But back to Ruby. <laughs> See? That's what Ruby does. She embodies that, you know, women like that, stories like that. And it's just an inspiration. I'm not Punjabi, but, you know, you you 
respect people's cultures. And through her words, as I said, I can more understand of the things she stands for. So we celebrate you and your poetry and continue to just do great things. And you're Canadian, so bomb, bomb. <laughs> now, the next um, woman, I'm not sure if you've ever been like scrolling or you scrolling, scrolling, sorry, and you've applied to something and a survey will pop up and it's asking you things like, um, how did you like the service? Was it smooth? Was it easy? Whatever questions you want to plug in. And sometimes, you know, you're on your social media handles, wherever you are. And the lady behind one of these top softwares, leading softwares going into 2020 is none other than Miss Nadia my apologies, Nadia Masri. And she is the founder of Pertsky. Pertsky. Perksy. Perksy. Yes, I have a little bit of a lisp if you haven't noticed by episode 33. So bear with me. Um, but shout out to you. You are so inspiration motivating to myself because you are definitely another Canadian woman under the age of 30 years old doing your thing. And um, to have a software like this in the leading time where things like AI, artificial intelligence technology is taking over and it's gravitating and maneuvering and cultivating the way we purchase things, the way we think, the way we see things, the way we are fed our information on a daily, you know? So definitely Persky is something that you can use to your advantage. And to be a woman that is behind this, it is an amazing is a mobile app and you're able to earn rewards and points and gift cards for filling out these surveys. She's done work for brands like Pepsi, Target, Smuckers. Like it's just amazing. And like, it's so boss-like and she's able to generate revenue for these companies. So you know, that means my girl is getting that check. Okay. So shout outs to you, Nadia. And I, too, hope to be able to just sit with you one day and hopefully we can even develop something of an app to come up with, um, you know, cultivating around certain ideas I might have. So um, keep doing your thing. Keep working out there. Keep showing the world that we are king and we are able to just do amazing things. She hustles. And, you know, on top of that, it's just think about it when you have women out here that are just showing you that, you know, you can do so many things out here and you don't have to stay down. They're coming from places in the world that people wouldn't, would never have thought that, hey, they're supposed to make it, the cards that they were dealt with. So as I said, She Hustle segment of and a source of inspiration to everyone. And I'm hoping you were able to take something from that this week. Um, I was excited. As I said, I've even come up with a couple of ideas I'd love to share with them and just speak with them because that's what the world is about. It's about knowledge, seeking knowledge, learning, becoming a greater person, a better person every day from the inside, right? So that was She Hustle for this week. Um, let me know your thoughts. Let me know um, how you felt about who I shared. Um, tag me if there's people you would like for me to speak with and now let's move on now let's get into some 
things, okay? While we eat fruit and mind your business, all right? Hashtag eat fruit and mind your business. Eat fruit, mind your business, okay? Well, first thing I want to say is RIP to John Witherspoon. Um, It's very sad and unfortunate to have um, lost you so early, so young. Um, Your family, they showcased that you were loved at home and on screen. So thank you for your contributions that you have made to the culture and um, rest in peace. On a lighter note, I would like to say happy 50th birthday to none other than Mr. Diddy, Mr. Sean Diddy Combs Puff Daddy, all right? Um, whatever name, <laughs> love, all right, brother, love. So happy birthday to you, Diddy. Um, personally, for me, he's definitely a huge source of information. Um, inspiration. I mean, he has such boss woman around him that I definitely look up to and hope to meet one day and, you know, cheesecake, like just so many things for the culture, the way we think, the things that we've been able to see, the music we've been able to experience, roaches, like the just Diddy's amazing. So happy 50th birthday to you. And with the way 2019 has been going, honestly, I just felt the need to say that whether he knows me personally or not, because it's just scary out here. Um, We're losing a lot of real ones, real ones. And um, it's been tough. It's been tough. So, you know, happy birthday, Diddy. And um, what are some of the things that you like Diddy for? What are some of the things that he's um, inspired you with or cultivating your life in a certain way? Yeah, let me know. Um, speaking of dads and men, oh yeah, and like he's such an amazing father. Yeah, like I don't like his kids, like just to see the love they have like between each other, it's so beautiful to witness and to see. So, you know, that is very, very beautiful. And speaking of fathers, um, one father has been circulating the news quite a bit, quite a lot in the past um, couple of days. And that's none other than Mr. T.I., Mr. Expeditiously. And um, the hot topic has been because he did an interview and basically he spoke on, you know, his daughter. um, He visits with her to every doctor's appointment and to make sure that her hymen is not broken. Um, Now, people are in uproar on one hand. Um, Eat fruit, mind your business. (laughs) Eat fruit, mind your business, y'all. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you really, 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 really are honest with yourselves, like, it's his family, his rules. You know what I mean? Like, who are we to say he's right or wrong? If that's the way he's conducting his household, that's the way it's going down. You know what I mean? Of course, I could see how to this day and age of people and, you know, the standards of how we raise our children are much more lenient and loose. But, you know, to be fair, you know, it's his kid. Like, it's their family. And, you know, fine. 
I I understand when I was growing young, my mother was in the doc. That wasn't the highlight of what she was asking. Um, Jamaican mom, it was more just like, you know, make sure you don't get pregnant. That was the talk. <laughs> but um, I'm saying that to say she did go with me to the doctor up until I was like at a certain age. And then my doctor would ask me, okay, would you like your mother to come in with this? You have that choice. Um, I was like, nah, mom can stay out. But, you know, as I said, different household, different rules. Like, to be honest, I don't even know if my mom agreed with that or not. But it's pretty clear that T.I. was like, nah, I'm coming in. And maybe, you know, you don't know what rules they have. Or, you know, just like a parent would say, you know, you have to get A's if you want to live in my household. Or if you want an allowance of $1,000 a week, you have to maintain these are my rules. So that's just what it is. It's not like he's telling Zonique that. He's telling the younger daughter. So as I said, his family, his rules, let me know. You agree, you disagree. Um, but yo, the comments on social media have been wild and a lot of people feel really disrespected and I get it in a time of like, um, women owning their bodies and our bodies, our rules. I agree. But as I said, we have to think of it things realistically and on a different perspective. And that's just honestly what I think. So let me know what you think about that. (laughs) Um, Men wilding out here is the topic. So, Jason Mitchell. (laughs) Jason Mitchell. Jason Mitchell. Jason Mitchell. Yeah, anyways, Jason Mitchell was on um, The Breakfast Club recently, and he sat down with uh, Charlemagne and Angela Yee to do a... um, interview it was dope to see him you know he cute um he's it's there's been a lot of alleged 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 of him wilding out here so it was good to hear him um come out and talk about you know some things and what he had to say about um him getting fired from the shy and desperados um more more um up on the scale disney um with the new buy over and things like that so He did apologize um, if there was any time that he had made anyone feel uncomfortable, um, attributing to most of his etiquette to being from New Orleans. You know, um, maybe he's saying he was being a bit over-friendly and people took it a certain way. Now, I could see how people could be like, my nigga, you bullshitting me right now, you know? And on the other hand, people could be like, I can see that, you know, because I myself, I have to learn that, yo, you can't be hugging people like this because the world is different now. Um, He should definitely know that. But um, he also went on to say that, you know, Disney had to let him go and he was unsure up to this day of what the real reason was because there were, there was no sexual misconduct. So that happened and then (laughs) it's just like honestly it's crazy because I look at I know I'm reverting a bit from my script but I see Jason Mitchell as a a phenomenal like black actor to be honest I could see him as like the next Denzel if like his roles go the way it's supposed to because 
he's a phenomenal actor. Like, and if you don't agree, like, get at me. But I really feel like he's a great actor to that level. And it's unfortunate that this now, because of this, you know, I let's admit, I respect the Me Too generation, but there's a lot of women that have been angling it, angling it as a play to get a certain way. And this Anaya chick, I don't know, you know, common denominator, like I said before, common denominator. So, you know, when you look at that and I'm thinking of, okay, for real, Tiffany Boone didn't really come out and say, yo, Jason Mitchell, da 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 And Lena Waithe, yeah, she said it one too. And it does line up with what he's saying about being too friendly to a certain degree. But this man, I don't see him pit bullying or holding women in corners and like lifting up their dress and doing all that. And if that is the case, I am so, so sorry for that woman. And my apologies to being or seeming to be insensitive. But at the same time, it's like, yo, can I live? Let this man do his work. Let him let him be out here. Like, and if he is wiling, which he did admit to having a bit of an anger management issue, definitely get help, bruh. Like, do what you gotta do. But I definitely see this gentleman as a talented one and he can go far. So along with the Jacob Lattimore's and the um, oh my god, why is his name slipping me? Um, damn it, there's another guy. But you know, childish Cambito and that guy, that the skinny guy and People like that in that regard. I'm so bad with names. Like, uh, better with faces. But back to the point with Jason Mitchell. And, you know, it's unfortunate, of course, that Lena Waithe had to come out and be like, yo, she would never work with him again. But you have to respect that and you have to understand that because it's also her brand and her, you know, career too. And he overstood that. So, you know. See what happens with that as it unfolds. See what rules he gets. He did say he's back with his original management, etc. So we'll see what happens. And I'm wishing him all the best, you know. Um, yeah, that is what it is. Eat fruit, mind your business. So, yeah. The Devil Wears Prada is one of my favorite movies of all time. And, you know... I did get great reviews and people requested for more like the five things I learned from certain movies or things that I've watched when I did The Lion King. So I said, okay, I'll do another one, um, a fun one. And um, The Devil Wears Prada is what I will do today. So there was, um, if you're not familiar with the movie, you're whack. So watch it and then come back and listen so you can overstand this knowledge. <laughs> wrong with me okay so one thing that i've learned this is in no particular order okay haters will eventually tell the truth sometime or another but it isn't what a hater it but it isn't like what a hater is you know sometimes those people just end up being your bff or sometimes they just don't like you because of the confidence that you carry now that is in reference to the part in the movie where you've seen the dynamic between um, my girl. <laughs> How am I forgetting her name? Oh my gosh, this is so bad. Oh my gosh, please bear with me. I have to respect her and say her name properly, okay? So you'll see the, di my apologies, you'll see the dynamic between Andrea and that is played by Anne Hathaway. So you'll 
see the difference between Andrea and the secretary, Emily. Okay. Now, at first, Emily's just being real disrespectful. She's hating on what she's wearing. She's, you know, all giddy giddy with the next girls at work. You know, that girl trying to be all like, mm, you ain't shit. And then eventually, she ends up just learning, loving you more, and just being like, oh my God, you're everything I want to be. And I love you. And let's be friends forever. So, who is that person in your life? <laughs> because Emily was that bitch. Okay. So, who is the Emily in your life? And that's why I said, like, sometimes a hater isn't a bad thing. Sometimes a hater is, like, just a person that, like, they they love you, but they don't want to tell you that they love you. And that's, like, fucked up, as fucked up as it sounds. But, you know, when you understand, like Andrea did, how to maneuver with those people and just kind of move and jive how you're supposed to, all the cards just line up how it's supposed to, and boom, bang, bing, things are just out of your control. But life ended up how it was for Emily and life ended up how it was for Anne or my apologies for Andrea Sachs. So that was one thing that I learned from the devil wears Prada. Now, another thing that was on that list for me is just because you upgrade your wardrobe, it doesn't mean you upgraded your inside, like yourself as a human being. Okay. Now, obviously that's in reference again to Andrea, like, you know, her style wasn't really the best on point. There was even the scene with the belt and she like was giggling and like Miranda had to just school her real quick and just been like, yo, nice it because what you're wearing, (laughs) what you're wearing is not what's happening, fam. That's what I threw in the trash and you went and bought it. So as I said, eat fruit, mind your business, and do what I'm telling you to do. You understand? Okay. So, <laughs> you know, Emily, finally, she upgraded her wardrobe. You know, my dude, Nigel, he helped her out, played by Stanley Tucci or Tuki. I don't know how to pronounce it. T-U-C-C-I. Help me out from. So, she got an upgrade in wardrobe and she started looking like a proper thing, you know, 10 out of 10 dime. And she <laughs> she started kicking off with her man and he couldn't handle it. He couldn't deal because he's like, yo, I'm appreciating how you look. I'm appreciating the pearl lingerie and all of this, but um, you're a bitch. So you need to fix that before we have to end that you dig which you know kind of ended up how it did but that was that and as I said just because you upgrade your wardrobe it doesn't mean you've upgraded your inside like you can have like it's like when people buy name brand ting with tink armpit you see what I'm saying same same steves like you need to work within like it's nice to have material nice expensive things in life but you know, who's the person rocking it? Like at the end of the day, at some point it's going to come out and the realness always rises above. It's like oil and water, that oil, that realness always sits on top. Okay. Now, another thing that I learned from the Double Wears Prada is, are you willing to be with a partner? Are you willing to adjust with that partner? Are you willing to compromise with that partner? Now, 
you know, I'm sure that Nate and Andrea were all cute and it was all love. You know, everybody was comfortable at the levels they were at. But I got a little bone to pick with Nate because he, in a sense, I understand, you know, Andrea got a little cray cray. But to a certain degree, I feel like Nate could have always something about that Nate, nigga, eh? Gossip girl, Nate, this Nate. Anyways, Nate could have found a way to, you know, level up with his girl and maintain and adjust. And he did compromise. I do admit she was flopping on a lot of stuff. She cheated, etc. But the same way men expect us to forgive, they can forgive too. Quote me. Okay. And she, he could have, he could have, I feel like, just held it out a little bit longer. Because I feel like I know a lot of women that would have if it was vice versa. And, you know, Andrea, you know, you weren't treating your man right to a certain point. I will say that. But are you willing to adjust with that partner? Like, they were cool and everything when she was at the same level. But as soon as, you know, stuff got really popping, you know, it wasn't all jealousy. Like, I understand his frustration to a degree but at the same time it was like bro like come on like we're about to get these racks on racks on racks just hold it out whether it's another five six months like we can do this like if it's really a forever thing like it's just literally just a down part of the next mountain we're about to get up on so relax you gotta relax so that's just my steez but you can um you can let me know how you feel (laughs) <laughs> but that's how I felt. Um, now, the other thing that I learned from fi- from the Devil Wears Prada, my apologies, is um, do you, did um, she have a choice, Andrea? Um, now, that is in reference to the part where uh, Miranda offered to tell Andrea she could come on the trip instead of Emily. Now, if you were her, I'm sorry, Emily, I'm taking the job. Would you have taken it? I did cringe. Like, she should not have done that. She knows Emily, whatever. But at the same time, like, you have to elevate in your life. And in a fucked, as as a mess, as messed up as it is, sometimes in life, like, you have to, like, it might have seemed like a blessing was lined up for someone else, but it's not like I'm plotting against against you. The cards have just naturally come this way. And if it makes sense, realistically, bro, like we just have to do that, do it that way. And if you're really my brethren, you'll understand. And that's what I'll say on that. So, you know, Emily, Andrea, they hashed it out. But at the same point, um, you know, does that make her unloyal? Like, what was that about? So that was another thing that I say I learned because I feel like in life, we do have choices regardless. And Andrea, for sure, bitch, you made that choice. And I respected that choice. You weren't confident in your choice at first, but I respected that choice. Um, Don't let people dictate to you what you're supposed to do because you cannot dictate to people what they're supposed to do. That part. Eat fruit, mind your business on that side. I'm going to do the same on this side. Now, Another thing that I learned is um, it may appear that, you know, you always have everything, but everyone needs someone to care for them at some point. And you have to allow someone to care for you. That is in reference to Miranda. Now, 
you seen, you know, she is this real hard boss, you know, got it, everything on point, husband, children, rich, dream job, everything, um, stupid closet. But she still, you know, the husband ended up divorcing her. The kids didn't really mess with her. Her staff didn't really mess with her. And, you know, Andrea was that beacon of light that kind of was just like, hey, like, are you okay? And sometimes you need someone to just say, hey, are you okay? So that is okay. And ask a friend, ask your mom, ask whoever, are you okay? Like, <laughs> it's not a big deal, people. It doesn't cost you anything. And it just helps the world to be a smoother and a more better place to live in. Um, you try to make the best choices you can, but at the end of the day, um, only time will tell. So, you know, that's that. And you ask your friends, are you okay? Don't be in hate. Don't be a hater. Just be honest, you know? And if you are Emily and you're listening to this, just tell that girl, yo, I just love you. And they didn't know how to project it properly. <laughs> don't give your Andrea a hard time. Um, yeah. And in all for this week, I just want to say to everyone, you know, as I said, 2020 is coming up and, um, get that knowledge, get that wealth um, internally, and it will project out for you. Just lead a good life. This is a time of year where, you know, you can get caught up in a lot of the antics and along with summer, but in a different kind of way. So just get focused and prepare yourself. As I've read before on social media, January 1st is not a magic number. Nothing magical happens. So you can make your January 1st any day, that new year, any day. So as corny as it sounds, start today. Do what you got to do. Um, Downtown Podcast, episode 33. Don't waste no time with negativity. And, you know, don't be an Emily. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode. Please leave a comment on your thoughts. I want to know what everyone, what you all thought um, of this week's episode, anything I've said. Um, I'm always open to having conversation. Um, don't forget to subscribe subscribe to our YouTube channel at Downtown World at D-W-N-T-W-N-W-R-L-D and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle, okay? But uh, most importantly, don't waste no time with negativity. Downtown, bitches.